What was that? It was Garage Band's Countdown. Like, <laughs> sounds like a metronome. It was indeed a metronome. So, hey, this is uh, week four of Surviving President Trump, a podcast for friends. Quattro! We go. <laughs> Quattro, we go. El Samana <gasps> is weak. My name's Sean. His name's Sean. That's Brent. I'm Brent. <laughs> um, so, it's, oh. it's Monday, December 5th. It's been almost exactly four weeks since Selection Day. Let's talk about where we were four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, we were living on just cloud nine. First woman president. First woman president. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be... I can't wait. It's going to be so good. She's going to do so much for women and families and children. We've never had a president this progressive. We've never had a president this progressive or um, experienced. Just like to reemphasize... The most she's gonna get so much done. She's gonna the <laughs> she's gonna try really hard, <laughs> but people are gonna block her left and right. Uh, yeah. So remember that. Remember that time. What a simple time. It was a it was simple, simple time. time. Remember when she won all those debates? Well, actually, <laughs> I do. But real talk, I remember four weeks ago driving in the car with you the day before election day, just being really upset because I was already really sure. She was going to lose because stupid America, she was like going down, 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 down in oh, the polls. Yeah. And I had, it made no sense. It remember was so polls? stupid. I remember polls. <laughs> I do remember dead. polls. Polls are dead. <laughs> polls are never going to. I do remember reading the night before, <laughs> like the last set of results that came into 538.com. Nate Silver wrote an article that was like, it's weird that everyone's converged on three or 4%. Yeah. It makes me think that there are some outlier results that aren't outliers, that they're just looking to other people and saying, oh, it's probably just 3 or 4% and just putting that out. Um, anyway, polls. I just would, I think, so next election, if, you know, we have free elections yeah. in four years, um, I, I'm going to just, like, prepare myself mentally for, like, what if? What if that other person does win? <laughs> Because I feel like I didn't do that, and that would have been very helpful to be like, kind of like, okay. It would have been helpful to work really hard and actually do something. um, Would have been. Would have been. (laughs) Uh, So that was a month ago. Feels like five fucking years. And how do you feel now? Uh, It's so hard to describe, you know? (laughs) Because we're still in that weird, like, oh, we don't know what we don't know. We know a lot of shitty things. But um, every day I do have the thought, like, it's going to be bad for everyone for a while. Yeah. Um, But probably not as bad for me personally, because I am so white. Um, Yeah, so you personally have that. You just won't have any friends that aren't white. Yeah, because which I, uh, to be honest, I don't really have any friends that are right now. I have like, I'm not going to count them because that's stupid, but the majority, <laughs> the like 90% of my closest friends look just like me. See. That's unfortunate. I could say the same, but that's only because you're my only friend. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. Um, I just can't, I, I don't, I've checked out. 
That's why. Yeah, I feel. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Yeah, I've given up. That's why there's not going to be a, a part three. There wasn't last week. There was no activism. There's still not because I've given up. I can give advice. Yeah, um, I can tell you what to do. I can do. tell you what to do. But no, I think checking out is healthy. I think it is. We're not in denial. We're just in like to be a human being who like wakes up and doesn't just immediately want to not eat or live or any of those things. We You have to kind of check out a little bit and just be like, you know, I'm just not going to not gonna engage with reality for eight hours. And... I will read <laughs> all the news. I will. I will. I'll, I'll read that post with the phone numbers and the script and be like, yes. <laughs> You'll like it. I'll save it for later. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day comes and I'm like, this is too much. It's too much. You know what I did do? I emailed elections at michigan.gov okay to make sure this recount happens and it did thank you judge man i don't know your name but i know you were a dude who early this morning slash late last night said michigan you will recount those votes and you know what you're going to do it a few days earlier than expected because of democracy so thank you also because there's only 10 days to do it exactly but they were going to (laughs) wait and then the projections, the people that were like, we were going to do the recount, said, we'll finish it the day before the deadline. And so this judge was like, no, no, no. Not on my watch. So go ham. Yeah. Nameless judge. Part of the Steincast. <laughs> Part of our news. This is the new thing in broadcast journalism, which is what we're doing right now. The Steincast. The Steincast. Dot com. Not to be confused with the Seinfeld cast. What are you doing? Which is not a thing. I'm trying to ad lib here. It's You're failing <laughs> miserably. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's go back the to Pennsylvania time. recount is not happening. Uh, fuck Pennsylvania. Fuck Pennsylvania. So that super long shot dream is dead because she did. <laughs> if Russia hacked everything and. Uh, they did. I mean, if Russia hacked everything and she actually won all three of those states, she could have won, but she did all three. Yeah. Uh, super, super long Hail Mary. Extra super long. At this point, Whoa, would be is that a sports reference, John. Hail Mary, a common football term for <laughs> our LGBTQIA quilt bag friends. Quilt bag, the new, the new term for what? queers. It's Queer, you the U is um, I'm gonna get shit for this. I don't uh, unsure. <laughs> it's queer questioning and then uns like unsure. It's not. It's not. It's like it's like unsure. And then <laughs> I is like intersex, and L is lesbian, T trans, B A G, quilt bag, quilt bag. Love it. Love it. I want it on a quilt bag. <clears throat> yeah. Like the letters. What the fuck was I talking about? You were talking about Pennsylvania being terrible and it's not going to. Yeah. They help. put up all this red tape and shit yeah. and they were like, no. And they wanted more money and ha- red tape. She didn't have hackers. it because, uh, I correctly Stein casted that she would not get <laughs> enough money. You did. And you should be rewarded for your correct prediction. Cause did Sean need a poll? No. Pes- pessimism had- <laughs> always wins. You can never be. Wait, 
You can never be disappointed in always being disappointed. <laughs> True. I think that's a new aphorism I just came up with. I can't think about it right now, but I'm sure it's right. So <laughs> Pennsylvania sucks, but Wisconsin and Michigan are, I think they're happening right now. Michigan is. Michigan happened at noon today. Um, of course, I don't think there's any sort of like cute visual infographic thing that we can refresh constantly to see how the votes are turning out. I wish there were. That'd be cool. Talk about transparent democracy. After every vote, there's an immediate like report of that vote. It'd be like a gif of Jill Stein looking at a vote and dropping it in. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I wonder if she's helping. Can she help? Is she allowed to help? She better get that photo op, girl. She better be in there with her fucking... This is just her campaign for 2020, Denim, honestly. overalls, counting those uh, votes. But, yeah, so it's happening. That's kind of cool. I don't know how other people in Michigan or Wisconsin are being asked to volunteer for their recounts, but I keep getting these like kind of passive-aggressive emails from the Democratic Party in this county that's like, Make sure you're volunteering with the Democrats, not the Green Party. We're not the Green Party. Like they're very like oh, I'm adamantly not, like I'm not on that list. Jill said Democrats are terrible, and it's like the sooner you realize that you are terrible, the sooner that you can change it. Democrats are fucking terrible. T- we are terrible. I like it's okay to admit that you're terrible. That leads me to my next piece of news. Da da da. You need a little jingle for every. News and that's in the no. news. My thing, you just say news. So <laughs> there are some electors from Electoral College that are saying that they're gonna change their vote. Headline. Oh my god, can you believe it? But wait, <laughs> they're from fucking Washington State, which won was won by Clinton. So they're gonna write in a Republican. Instead of Trump. Potato head. Instead of Clinton. Potato head. Potato head. Yeah, Kasich. Kasich. <laughs> Potato head. Kasich. Potato head. Fuck Kasich. He's not even a Mr. Potato head. He's Mr. Mashed Potato head. I have a question so. about the this electoral college. Did the electors get their degrees from Washington State in electoral collegery? Right. Or? It's stupid. It's so fucking <laughs> dumb. I'm so mad because I read this fucking headline and I got so, so excited that it was starting. Clinton might actually win the election, but no. And then. Some fucking stupid liberals that are like, let's just be fucking stupid and not be practical and just be super like pie in the sky are going to switch their vote from Clinton to Kasich to be like, fuck you, Trump. I... I don't. I don't even know what they're trying to be. Like. I'm gonna guess that they're all white. <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like it's the same kind of logic of like, well, I'm voting for hashtag reverse racism, Brent. Reverse <laughs> racism. <laughs> no, I mean like it's the same idea that like people who didn't rec- realize that their vote for Trump would impact these marginalized groups in any way, shape, or form, and now they're like, oh yeah, like I see it now. Like this mm. is the same thing. It's like you're not doing anything to help anything. Yeah. But if you vote for Hillary, you could make history. That's still on the table, guys. You can make history. This could be the year of history. So much history happened yeah. in the last weeks, the last minutes of 2016 you know, that the world exploded. Imagine that. I want to be see, in that world. Okay, what they're... What, to get real, I think what they're doing 
is just that there's only like a handful of electors ever that have changed their vote from what they were supposed to vote. Mm -hmm. So like in a super broad sense, they're like saying, fuck the system. But it's stupid. It's still stupid. But they could fuck it so much harder. They could fuck it so much harder. I don't know what you mean. Like with the vote for HRC. No, but they're supposed to vote for her. Yeah. So th- but they should convince the other... I get it. I right. These same people can't do anything. <laughs> so they're like, let me just do this stupid thing, which technically is historic because no one ever does this, but it's not accomplishing anything. So it's historic for historic sake. Um, hopefully that changes. Hopefully some Republican states are like, hey, look what they did. Yeah, that'd be nice. Although, do they... How do they... Everyone casts their votes on the same day, right? Apparently, December 19th. I feel like nobody fucking knows. It's just like <laughs> this recount shit. Nobody fucking knew this is... all the intricacies of these recounts until we fucking did it. I know, right? <laughs> it's too much. There should be an automatic recount every single election. It doesn't make any sense to me that we don't double check. Like, <laughs> it's so important that we don't double check yeah. these results automatically. Especially in a day and age with computers mm-hmm. that are so easily hackable which that's not up for debate like right. you can hack. like in some states it's like the vote is basically just like on a thumb drive Ugh. on like an unencrypted file that you could just like edit apparently and like haven't we all gotten into enough trouble just in our own daily lives with fucking thumb drives and bullshit right and files so i mean think about it's not easily on. hackable over like an internet connection because yeah. it's not like on the internet but it's like still not super encrypted apparently Anyway, fuck this election. So that's the, the, the thing. Wait, just, just think about what Sean just said. Fuck this election. The election was a month ago, and it's still like it's, it's, it's still terrible. Happened. It's yeah. still a thing. It's yeah. still like the in process. fun thing is if you go to the Wikipedia page for the U.S. presidential popular vote history, you can see a chart of all the popular vote totals and. How Hillary's total is like such an outlier. Oh dear! <laughs> like the presidents that didn't win the popular vote are in pink, and there's like four lines. But Donald Trump's line is like negative two point five million, and everyone else is like negative five hundred thousand, <laughs> negative twenty thousand. Oh dear! And um, it is just alarming. And there's so many. You can look, and there's so many presidents. That one with similar or less of a margin than Hillary won by. Like, presidents have won by less votes than Hillary got. <laughs> as far as the difference between the two candidates went. Um, you know, I'm looking at this chart and I don't like it one bit. I don't yeah. like it. I don't think that's what I saw, but it's just fucking terrible. So, anyway... Nothing's going to change. On that note, (laughs) since nothing's going to change, we might as well talk about our reality, which is Ben Carson as the uh, housing and urban development secretary. See, I think he's going to be fine because, as we all know, Ben Carson is a brain surgeon. So he'll I th- figure it out. Well, no, there's some way. There's some. There's some way that during all those brain surgeries, he just like internalized all that knowledge. That he... Of he's, urban development. No, he was, like, touching other people's brains 
So that knowledge just like mm. shot up his fingertips into his brain. So he's a genius. So he just has all the knowledge. Do you think he ever did brain surgery on an urban developer? Do you think that's Is why that they right? chose him? <laughs> Do you? <laughs> he knows the ins and outs of not just urban development, but the urban developers themselves. Yeah, because he ate a piece of an urban developer's brain. He pro- Ben Carson does indeed strike me as someone who would eat brain. Yeah, like Hannibal Lecter. He's kind of He is very Hannibal Lecter. Um no, but so he's just so stupid. He said himself that he was too stupid to be in the cabinet. Terrible. He like didn't have any federal government experience. And then I don't know that that's true. I also don't know if this is true, but I heard <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag #fake, fake news. news. <laughs> that was not planned. So I heard Yes, it was. That uh, (laughs) he denied the position of the health and human services, which would make sense because he's a fucking doctor. But doesn't it make more sense that he would deny it and pick the one that he's less qualified for? I feel like that makes perfect sense. I guess because maybe he kind of knows what's involved with it, and he's like, I can't do that. I can't do that because it would be too good to... It would be too good. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm going to pick the one that I don't really know about because i'm interested in it he thinks that housing urban development means that he's going to be building houses he thinks it's like (laughs) habitat for humanity like for the u.s let's be real donald trump was like is that like inner cities where's my black where he did that's literally what happened yeah called his black his one black (laughs) i don't even they don't even like each other speaking of ben carson i I had to do a double think on Ben Carson because my grandmother, who's a lifelong Democrat, the only Republican she ever voted for was Richard Nixon back in the day because he promised to bring the troops home from Vietnam. So kudos you, Grandma. She was considering, she was looking at the candidates, like seriously considering Ben Carson because of his religion, which is matching with my grandmother's. They're both Seventh-day Adventists. And I was like, okay, I value my grandmother's opinion. What does she see in this guy? Clearly she didn't vote for him. But... <laughs> I had to do a double think. And you know what I thought about? I thought about how terrible a choice he'd be for anything yeah. besides neurosurgery. I feel like he'd win and be like, you know what? Never mind. He'd be like, I'm Never gonna, mind. <laughs> I'm gonna just go home now. I think that's the title of this week. Never mind. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Seriously. But um yeah, have you talked to your grandma since um the election? No, because I just feel like I'd start crying. Like, I'm yeah. sorry I let you down, Mamma. <laughs> you really did. I let her down. I let all those old ladies that were standing in front of us at that rally down. I will say it's all your fault. It's all my fault. If I can take on this burden, I would gladly do it. Just take it on for everybody. <laughs> it's funny because you're serious. I'm serious. <laughs> if, uh, but I had shoulders as big as that, Sean. I gladly. If, but. If, but. If, so, but I had. You know what's a, a good example of the media bubbles? What? This carrier deal. Uh, you please, please do. Do you know? <laughs> I don't. Okay, because here's the is... thing. There's one action. There's one truth. Okay. There's two stories. What? So Donald, what? Donald Trump <laughs> made a deal with this company called Carrier, which is what like... What do they carry? I don't know. They're a manufacturer... Let's say they carry um, ice cream cones. They're an ice cream cone manufacturer in our world. 
and the they have something like 1,800 jobs or something in the U.S., and they were going to outsource all of them to Mexico. Well, Donald Trump saved <laughs> a thousand of those before he was even in office. He just picked them up and put them in his right. pocket I might and be getting carried the numbers them to wrong, shore. But apparently he saved those. So the thing is... This is story number one. That's story number one. You stop there. You're like, oh my God. This Trump is, ain't so bad. This is so, so good for America. Go, go Trump. I love you. Which, you know what? Those people, 800 or 1,000 people, are probably really grateful. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing is, there's still a shit ton of people that are losing their jobs. <laughs> and he said they were going to bring all the jobs back, and they're not. Wait, 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 wait. I don't understand. Did President-elect Trump say something and then, like, didn't follow through on it? Like, changed his mind? Like, didn't do it? Like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But you know what? You can give him the benefit of the doubt. What? You can give him the benefit of the doubt because he he did something. But Bernie Sanders wrote this op-ed in, like, the New York Times or some shit that was, like, uh, he basically held America hostage. Wait, Bernie Sanders held America hostage? <laughs> Shit. No. <laughs> Carrier, basically, the manufacturer, the company, held America hostage with these jobs by cones. threatening to outsource the jobs. Uh, because they got a huge tax break, like 7 or $17 million <laughs> or something. Dang, girl. And, um... What's she doing? It's not cool. So, the whole... Here's the thing. The whole Democratic side is like, well, now a whole ton of companies are going to threaten to leave so they can get these huge tax breaks, which makes total sense to me. So I feel like I'm going to go with that story. (laughs) But the other story is that he's already saving jobs, which technically is also true. It's just not really what people wanted because people also wanted us to be like against corporate interests i saw the phrase crony capitalism yes what is that what that means that sarah palin like, is against this which i saw i saw she <laughs> came out against something she that did. wasn't that wasn't uh barack obama that was great that was a breath of fresh air <laughs> this election is making me appreciate certain parts of sarah palin and George W. Bush. I miss him now. I miss George W. Bush as well. Do you think that this will warrant a Game Changer sequel? That Julianne Moore can step into the role of Sarah Palin once more. Oh, that, that movie. <laughs> Maybe if she has a semi-successful run for president. Which at this point, I'm shocked that she didn't help McCain's ticket. I'm shocked. Yeah. Like looking back, you're like, wait a minute. Looking How back. How did that not work? Obama was like the charismatic populist at that time. (laughs) And he was all about the Rust Belt manufacturing. It was just different. Anyway, um, so that sucked. So everything's just like, no one's communicating on the same wavelength. So if you can imagine the next four years, (laughs) it's going to be a lot of that. Where everyone's like, Trump is doing all this great shit. And then... Five seconds later... Five seconds later, the liberals are like, but this fucking sucks still. But everyone ignores that part. Do you think we're moving into an age 
of like like there are no more groups anymore like everyone has their own like one I'm I am me here's what I think here's what I'm gonna do and like they can't find common ground on anything like there's there's I, so much polarization there's 300 million different bubbles yeah there's 300 million different totally bubbles. separate and like sometimes people come together on like one thing of fake news but then they don't agree on the second I don't know I just feel like I don't see anyone besides the white supremacists coming together with any sort of common ground right, or because reason. the only way you can have a big consensus is if your consensus is built around bullshit. Like, the real world is complex. Right. And there's 800 different ways to look at it and little complexities. So, like, it makes sense that not everyone supported Clinton and someone for Stein and all this shit. And some are like, I'm not going to vote. It's just that conservatives are so fucking dumb. (laughs) They believe anything... Anything. Anything. Hashtag <laughs> generalized statement. Hashtag truth bomb? Question mark. <laughs> also, I was really hoping uh, Sean would continue saying the word consensus. Consensus. define it. Consensus. Consensus. Uh, whatever. What would a consensus be? It's like... It's, it's like, like a, a loose concession? Consensus? Like a... a, a <laughs> a bunch of people come together and they confess. <laughs> they, they, what's what's concede. the singular for they concede? <laughs> concede is the, the, the it's not even the concedation. Singular, it's the verb. To concede. A concession is a noun. So the linguist over a here. Concessus a coming together of concessions. Yeah. Let's do that. It's like a, it's like a higher it's like a one step above. We invented a word today that Con- makes consensus. grammatical sense. Consensus. Consensus. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's the title. Who knows? Um, okay. We I think the next couple of things we should do in in quick. Yeah. What do you want? Okay. Al Gore talked to Trump about climate change. That's not going to happen. Right. Really quickly, Al Gore wanted to meet with Ivanka, but Trump said, "No, I'm going to meet with Al Gore and Ivanka at the same time." Which makes perfect sense, right? Because Al Gore is so likable as a human being. So charismatic <laughs> you know and fun. Our last president that didn't win. Oh, yeah. By the same fucking situation, goddammit. Um, yeah, so that happened. I don't know what Al Gore was thinking he was going to do. I don't understand these, like, Democrats and progressives and people who are like, I'm just going to, like, meet with Trump and just, like, tell him what I think. We have to give Trump a chance to lead. Did Trump take any notes? Did Ivanka? But neither of them took notes. Ivanka probably has a photographic memory. I Here's feel like. the thing: he meets with Al Gore, and then Al Gore walks out the door, and the next person that walks in is like David Duke. Like it's <laughs> he does ugh. not stop. No, the next person that walks in after Al Gore is a smokestack, <laughs> just like burning. Like Donald like, Trump, <sighs> stop on Dateline.gif to all the liberals. Stop, stop it. Uh, okay, so, so on that note. All the all, they're all bastards. Yeah, like <laughs> I wrote, I wrote a bullet point of everything we were going to talk about. They're all bastards. Meant his cabinet, but like just all of them. Uh, th- them. The media. So I wasn't going to go there, but there is a media. Anderson is, Cooper. Uh, what did he do? You read this to me. Yeah. I didn't see this. So Elizabeth Warren stated. 
something along the lines of Steve Bannon is a white supremacist. <laughs> supremacist. Supremacist. And Anderson goes, whoa, Elizabeth. Whoa. Whoa. He's, it's not, it's not quite true that he's a white supremacist. And Elizabeth Warren goes, well, he certainly like has dealings with white supremacists. So fuck you, Anderson Cooper, because I don't know why this is the line that you're drawing in the sand. Like, this is the thing that you're going to be like, my journalistic integrity is riding on this one moment. Okay, here's the thing. This is why everything's fucked. Yeah. Because the reason Donald Trump even came close and then won is because of this false equivalency throughout the campaign. So you had to be like, well, there's two sides to everything when there's not. Because one of the sides (laughs) is white supremacy. Which is not. And the other side is like a complex thing there's other there's other sides but one of them isn't this donald trump side it's not legitimate he's not legitimate like so now now that he's elected everyone's like well we have to be fair to the president-elect and it's like you do you know no bounds like can you just stop can you stop doing this also, like, there is a certain amount of, like, okay, let's, like, listen to the folks that voted for Trump and let's, like, give them their, let's, like, try to understand what's going into that. But there's a line we can draw. We don't have to try and Right. That's accept. not the same. It's not the same at all. And I think that's, there's there's a certain amount of, like, especially in, like, journalistic circles of, well, let's just give these people a voice for a sec. And it's, like, you can still be outraged and shocked by really horrible, um, I guess, just, I don't know. I don't even want to say opinions. Yeah, we need to stop giving these shitty leaders a chance and just go right to the voters. (laughs) Like, the the White Lash guy from CNN. Van Jones. Van Jones, is that his name? Yeah. He was on Chelsea, and he has this great series coming out that might be out. Yeah, it aired, it aired. That focuses on the voters, and he's just talking about how... It's called Messy... Something Messy. Messy Truth or something Messy like Truth, that. the Messy Truth, yes, that's what it's called. Really? Yes. Okay. It's the Messy Truth. So it's about, like, the people that voted for Trump, like, a lot of them are cool. They just... Nobody was speaking their language. About economics, about jobs in rural and suburban, and, like, that. those parts of America that went Trump. Right. Like, Democrats are, they probably have policies that are good for that shit, but they don't understand that people are hurting and they don't, like, empathize with that. So anyway, that sucks. Uh, At the same time, so it's about how, like, liberals have this elitism problem and they have, like, a blind spot, but conservatives also have to recognize that there's this racism that's doing in their party that they're like turning a blind eye to as well, turning a totally blind eye to that. Yeah. So it's like two, there actually is two sides there. One is <laughs> way worse. Yeah. <laughs> but both parties suck because neither of them are doing like what they're supposed to. Which, and Sean, I want to piggyback off of something you said earlier about, um, the complexities of the world. Like whatever happened to the politicians that, accepted those complexities, talked to those complexities and said, you know what? Yeah, this is wrong. And 
you know what? Yeah, the economy is shit. And you know what? I can accept all these things and I can believe in climate change and I can do all these things. These aren't issues. How am I going to fix it? You know that, what happened to that you're describing Hillary, who everyone <laughs> chastised for being that way and she lost. I feel like they don't win because there's not a piercing message such as <laughs> make America great again. You need like a zinger. A, you need like not a zinger, but like a clear message. There was no like cohesive. Why unified. are you running for president to yeah. make America great again? Why are you running for president, Hillary? Well, I think we're stronger together. Right. Who ins- who's inspired by that? <laughs> I kind of, you know, but that's not, that's me. But you're right. That's not like. It's not good enough. It's not. <laughs> it's not hope. It wasn't. It's like you need to be more than a politician when you run for president. You have to be like a YouTube. Okay, you have to be Justin Bieber. You have to be like a personality. You the know how next... like celebrities on the internet, it's like this cult of personality. Mm-hmm. People thought of that about Obama. Like you need to have like this, everyone like wants to love be your you. friends. And, and uh, her team didn't help her do that. She could have. It could have happened. I believe in her. She just needed to not wear makeup. Yeah. She should have done all of her briefings or her press conferences from the woods. Where she is now. I was actually thought you were onto something, and then I was like, okay. <laughs> she could have worn camo, like, once. Yeah. You know, I She did one. diss Donald Trump's, those silly hats. <laughs> she was cute. She was cute if you looked. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> you looked you, hard enough. If you paid attention, she had her real good moments. Yeah. But anyway, um, Dakota Access Pipeline. Oh, people are celebrating, and, like, I'm just... I'm not I'm not there because for those of you who don't know, there's this pipeline that they wanted to make that runs through like under a lake that feeds into these grounds that are sacred to Native Americans and could harm water that is being used by people, potentially. And there are thousands and thousands of protesters, a group of veterans just started camping out there and they decided to pause on going forward with the pipeline. People are celebrating. It's a small victory. Yes, we need these small moments of awesomeness to propel us forward, but the fight is not over because at any moment they can restart the pipeline construction process and kick these people out. They have said they want to investigate the impacts on the environment and like possible alternative routes, but like this is such an open-ended like purposefully open-ended resolution that's not a resolution that I like I don't I'm not it's still excited stressful. it's so stressful it's because not like it's not the closure that there's that, no closure you can't the closure will be blowing up the fucking pipeline <laughs> you can't fit the complexities of like a pause into a headline and get clicks so everything's fucked in America because of that but basically <laughs> it's so infuriating I'm more infuriated by this than anything else that happened this week because it's so not like a final victory. And yet, yeah. like even today I had conversations with people and they're like, wait, what? That's not I'm like, no, it's, this is not it. This is right. the end of the battle. All they read was the headline. <sighs> but anyway, here's the thing. I or think you're th- being yeah. like the pessimist this time. <laughs> Which is weird. I've never been on this end before. <laughs> I think you're being more pessimistic than 
you need to be. There's still, like, they stopped it for a reason to look for other routes. Like, I feel like that's still the goal, is to find a different route. But what happens the next time? Because clearly that should have been stage one in this whole pipeline process was, wait, maybe we shouldn't go under a lake. Right. Maybe we should figure out a different way. Well, they did. (laughs) (laughs) They were going through like a white neighborhood or whatever the fuck. Uh, You don't have to remind me. And they were like, no. So they were like, fine. We own this land. It's next to an Indian reservation, but it's not the Indian reservation. Right. No one's going to care, right? Little did they know, it's still going through a sacred water source that feeds into Mm -hmm. the Indian reservation, which I did not know. (laughs) That nuance to it. Which I will say, kudos to the protesters and the people who are organized against the pipeline construction because they had a cohesive narrative that <laughs> I believe I was like, oh yeah, it's totally on their land. Um, this is the white man taking the Indian land again, and it's like close to that, but it's not exactly that. But like, go them! Like that's very effective um, narrative. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what that's we awesome. need. Yeah, we need that on the liberal side more. Just like. Oh my God. Little white lies that get good stuff done instead of little white lies that elect like Hitler. Like, just yeah. <laughs> make it happen. But White lies that do the most uh, good. I still think, like, I don't know that I read that it was literally going through their land. I think it was more like, it's sacred, which is true. Mm-hmm. They didn't fucking think to ask, like, hey, is this an issue? Feel, like, how do you feel about this? We have such a shitty relationship with the Indian nations, the Native American nations. What is it? I don't know. Deco- the, the, the na- oh, I don't know what they are. There's something with the word nations in it. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Well, they're technically, like, in a way, they are a nation within our nation. Right. They're, all those, they have some sovereignty. All the Native not. American nations. Sorry, I said yeah. Indian. That's stupid. But anyway. No, I mean... Um, yeah, so... Our relationship with them is so shitty that nobody was like, hey, let's make sure this isn't going to hurt like the Native Americans right next door. And let's be honest, this is not, this isn't the first time that something like this has happened. This isn't going to be the last time. It's, this is what happens when we don't, there's this amount of like, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is, but it's something to do with being a white person in power in our society. We just don't, think to ask someone who has a weaker voice how they feel about something to get their input. And if we do, we just say, fuck you. We only heard from a few of you. We're just going to do it anyway because there's more of us and less of you. So I am really looking forward to the brown America that is coming. Like, I'm so looking forward to it. There's this show, and I've not watched any of it yet, but it's a show that I can't remember the name of. Timeless, maybe? Timelines? Something like that on NBC that I think it's on NBC, maybe it's CBS. I don't know. It's a show, but it's set in the future. And these people are like time travelers and they're like stuck in these different historical periods. But there is this thing I saw where it says in their future, all of the care, all of the ca- characters that are like shown on screen are like 90% Brown. Like 90% of the people on screen are Brown. And when they go back in time, that's when they're like, Whoa, there's like racism and stuff. So it's, I think that's really cool because that's where we're headed. And I feel like that's another um, complexity that I feel like not, I don't hear about it in politics. I don't hear about like, this is what's yeah. going to happen. Um, that hashtag we, here's the thing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's cool. I love that we have Star Trek and things like that that have like a good message about the future, but I think it kind of like oversimplifies the work that oh my god go into getting no, that's, anything like no that. I think I think the the most people that I met when I you know I, I will be honest folks I did go to a Star Trek convention I think most people that I met who speaking of Star Trek are hopeful about that future they understand it's gonna be a lot of hard work which is why the show's so appealing because it's like oh we're already there yeah you're like oh <laughs> so e- it looks so easy right there's but there's like this uh, this arc of justice <laughs> it's oh shit that doesn't sound right the the arc of justice is long but it bends towards truth it sounds like it's it's a foregone conclusion. Like it's just gonna happen. Like whatever. Sit back and watch justice happen. It's like a natural law that. No, but it's not. It's like it takes so much work. Like we could build all these walls and like kill a bunch of brown people and have a majority white nation that's shut off and it's just white power forever. Like that could happen. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop being optimistic, America. No, it's um I take that back. But it's just like I noticed that. No, you're right. That's a I think it's a good kind of caveat to remind people of like, yeah, that's great, but what will it take mm-hmm. um to get to that? Like that's something I've learned in my job is you can have this great idea, but it's an idea until someone puts the work in and right. Much like this it. podcast. Oh my god. If we <laughs> We're not working very hard at it. <laughs> it's not really growing that much. But it's fine. Because this day, is all I want. One day, we're going to find that someone famous listens to this. And we're going to feel like, you know what? If Jennifer Lawrence is getting something out of this podcast, <laughs> then we must be doing something right. <laughs> that's, that's our measure of success. Jennifer Lawrence. Or, you know, not Jennifer Lawrence. Ellen. Like, uh, Anna Kendrick. Ellen? My wildest dreams, Ellen. <laughs> You're like, dream too big. Dream too big. Uh, Medal of Freedom recipient, Ellen. Doubt that it. so nice. George Takei. <laughs> doubt it. Those are the gods that are walking amongst <laughs> us mere mortals. They would never listen to this bullshit. I told you. I sent a, I tagged Ellen in a Instagram photo of Sean once and just, I want to be on the Ellen show so bad. I don't even watch it. I don't even watch it. It is kind of like white gay mecca to be on Ellen. It's like, I just, Oh my God, is she going to pay for my college? If I watch, if I tune into an episode of Ellen, it's the same amount of emotional turmoil and like emotional, like cry porn that I love that I get out of watching like Gilmore girls or parenthood Mm. or like those shows that are just like geared to like making you cry every time. That's what Ellen does to me. Yeah. And it's like every day, like I can't watch it people, every day. People love those feel good stories. I love Ellen when she gives someone fucking money or a car or a house or there's like some random person that she's like saw a video of and is like, tell me about yourself. And they're like, Oh my God, I'm an Ellen. Like, I love that. I think I'm like, what? I could, that could be me. I could be an Ellen crying right now, <laughs> but I digress. That's kind of like part of the feel good, feel good story. Like epidemic that everyone's addicted to. where like, it just, it lulls people. Like, oh my God, gays have all the rights they'll ever need now that we we uh, passed marriage equality and there's going to be no more pipelines anymore. And Lady Gaga saved all the homeless kids 
that was trending today, like oh, number one on Facebook. Dear. Everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe people Gaga! are so great. Yes, Gaga. And um, I feel like things just stop with the good news. Like it, it doesn't stop actually. This I think brings us to what if our last section. <laughs> yeah. Um, what if? So China, China. I learned this week, China, about another geopolitical situation in China that I am sure Donald Trump was learning right along with me this week about. I don't think he learns about one China. Uh, do you know what one China is, Brent? One, one China. Do you know what one China is? I. It sounds like it is a channel. Like BBC One, it's like One China, because everything's backwards in Chinese. Close. Damn it. It is a fun political term, meaning we don't recognize Taiwan as a sovereign country. <laughs> oh. Sovereign nation. Um, so, fun fact, the U.S., Taiwan is like the third largest trading partner of the U.S. or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But we don't actually recognize them as their own nation we don't have like diplomatic stuff with their prime minister or whatever they have uh because technically china does not recognize them because they consider taiwan just part of china china and um donald trump received a call and took it from the new prime minister of taiwan who is all about independence and shit so we might have some blowback from China, or at the least, there might be like a Taiwan-Chinese war happening because there's all these, there's a whole lot of money with trade (laughs) that people are getting pissed about if the president of the United States recognizes Taiwan and ruins that whole thing that's just like keeping peace. I want to say kudos to the Taiwanese president because that's the first call you want to make if you aren't a sovereign nation is to president elect Trump because he doesn't know. He doesn't. And he's be like, you know, he'll take my most, call. He'll take my call. <laughs> he'll be like, Oh, he'll be like, Oh my God. That a is- world leader is reaching out to me. <laughs> my first call. It's a serious power. This move. is my first call from someone other than Putin. Yeah. So we got Chinese. I don't even know there was tension over there in China. I had no fucking idea there was shit oh you God. could fuck up China, over there. They don't even they don't recognize anybody. Do you not do you not have you ever heard of Free Tibet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't. That's probably bad. They don't want anyone to be independent. This is like it's like the United Kingdom on crack. It's like the United Kingdom and how they treat Northern Ireland. Yeah. Like I feel like Chinese or Ireland or China like. is so rich now we forget that it's like there's like so a dictatorship or whatever. It's like a democratic dictatorship There's or some so shit. so many people. Um, I like they're doing they really well. The world. But they just have shitty government as far as like relationships go. Yeah. But um, yeah. So what if, <laughs> what if we get into a war with China? seems like we China. will because Trump really hates China. What if it was intentional? Because he hates China so much. Yeah, and maybe this was a precursor to yeah. war. I'm gonna get Taiwan. It's gonna be great. Maybe not war, but like pew 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 pew, like sanctions and shit. 
Like, Ugh. Walmart's going to get expensive. Oh, my God. Every day, high prices. Every day, high, high tense on the brink of war. Prices. Yes. Uh, what if China just takes over Taiwan? We wouldn't do anything because we mm. don't... Right? We don't recognize... China could put sanctions on us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do they... They buy stuff from us, right? I don't... What do we export? What is our <laughs> what American? No more export? iPhones. <laughs> American flags. No, they're made in China. No more iPhones. That's true. Although Apple is a, I think Apple's a because we own it. They, we just build them here, and they'd be even more expensive. Yeah. And shittier. <laughs> Shitty quality, more expensive. Yeah. Um. Yeah. More closed off. More, more nationalistic. Off. More white power. Yeah. Cool. On another thread uh in this what if segment what if the rest of the world just decided to just fucking give us the finger and say (laughs) not no war just like don't hold us in such high regard i know there's all this talk of like well people think americans are shitty and rude and they hate us but like what if they actually acted like it like what if they didn't hold us in such high regard they weren't as worried or tiptoed around like things that they said about us or they didn't get all like in, in awe of our By president. they, you mean like heads of state of other countries. Yeah. I feel like everyone's trying to suck up to DJT and it's like, what if you didn't? What if you did it? What if you just like cut off ties with America? Just don't, talk, don't answer that. the call. Don't answer our phone calls. I Trump tweets at you. You don't have to tweet back. I read an article about like sports teams and like sports diplomatic sports visitors <laughs> and everything. Don't make fun of how I talk <laughs> you about said, sports. You said Hail Mary pass, so I'm you've already I'm done the straightest thing. Hashtag this butch. <laughs> butch queen. Butch. Yes, Paris honey. is burning. Um <laughs> so I saw an article about how we should similar to how Concerts and sporting events were canceled in like North Carolina yeah. for HB2. Everyone should just not go to the White House to like just make sure Donald Trump has no fun and like we don't endorse that. Similarly, all the other heads of state in the world could be like, fuck off. Right. I would love it if everyone refused our Secretary of State yeah. entry into their country. That'd be hilarious. I would love it. I would be great. You can do that shit over the phone. I mean, right. anything that's like serious. You could just turn off the lights at the airport when Air Force One is coming. Just like, turn them off. Because <laughs> you know he'd be like, I'm coming anyway. Like, figure it out. I'm going to build my own airport in your country. And nothing you can do They'll just it. like lock the door and they'll like close the blinds <laughs> and like peek out and be like, is DJT gone? That's what I do when someone knocks on my door and I don't even know what the fuck it is. Yeah. I'm like, I'm hiding. I'm laying on the ground. I'm not breathing. All the lights are off. Donald Just Trump is other, the new Mormon. He's the new, like, have you heard about Jesus? Have you, have you heard about America? Have you heard about, have you heard about me? I'm great. I'm we're, huge. Where are your whites? So, uh, yeah. that's what if I would really like that to happen. But I would love all that to reverse when we get a new president who actually aligns with my values. Because <laughs> I want to be on top. Baby. I want to be you the one you love. Top. Baby. America's next top model. Uh, (laughs) 
So is that show even on anymore? No, they canceled it. No. That deaf guy one, the hot one, Niall DeMarco. Niall. And that's it. It's pretty cute. Yeah. Tyra I mean, should just be doing bigger and better things. Why isn't Tyra a co-host on RuPaul's Drag Race? I feel like that's perfect. She's too good for that. No. She's running an empire. Of what? Like beauty. I don't know. Maybe she is. Maybe she's not. Who knows? Beauty empire. Tyra beauty. Um, is there anything that you want to accomplish this week? I want to... No. <laughs> I want to I want to drink more hot chocolate. Um preferably with peppermint schnapps poured in and just keep on living my life because right. until January 20th. You know what would make real. me you know what would make me like energized and what? like about to do stuff? What? If Anyone was like, we're making progress on anything. Yeah. But we're not. Nobody is like, we're getting so many calls about Steve Bannon. North Carolina has a new governor who's not that other guy. Right. That's it. That's all there is. HB2 might be over. Um, but, like, I mean, there's all those new senators, but. Who gives a shit? It doesn't matter because. It doesn't matter. They're not the majority. Yeah. On that depressing note, this has been... This has been... You know, I don't know why anyone would listen to this because... <laughs> it's so Sell it harder, Sean. Sell it harder. I. It's so pessimistic. If I listened to one of these, I'd be like, oh my God, I feel like shit after listening if to If I that. listened to this, I would be on a road trip because I had nothing better to do yeah. in the car. Although, you have to have an attitude like me... Where when things are so bad, it's hilarious. Right. And you're I like, I want more of that. <laughs> yeah. I want to see, like, there are a lot of people out there who I feel like probably voted for Trump as like a, fuck it. Like, fuck the system. Fuck everything. You know. And I'm excited for I a little bit. I almost did that. <laughs> I thought about it. I had one of those, they call it intrusive thoughts. <laughs> I was like, what if I just checked Donald Trump on my back? This would be a completely different podcast. This would be a trying to save Sean. I would be, if I really did that and I thought he wasn't going to win and then he did. <laughs> a lot of people did that though. So. I don't know. I, I'm excited. I'm as a consumer of entertainment and infotainment. <laughs> I'm thrilled about what's happening to mm. the world. Um, as a human being, I'm horrified. You're a human being. As, a Star Trek fan. I wish I had a time machine and just could jump 300 years in the future. Yeah. But that's every day of my life. That hasn't changed. That's, that's been the one Brent, constant. What's, um, I feel like every week we're getting more and more depressed. What's, well, what's, I mean, I am, but what's the, <laughs> what's the silver lining? What's, what's good. Let's end on a positive note. Well, we are talking about all these horrible things. There is, Lots of a, a, a swelling of activism. Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't have been so galvanized about the Dakota Access Pipeline. Truth. If Hillary was president. Right. Maybe we maybe we wouldn't be organizing 
Uh, I mean, we definitely wouldn't be. <laughs> I know more about who's in whose cabinet than I've ever known ever in my entire life. So on that front, oh, I know more about the Electoral College. I do. I, know I mean, more we're, ever we're before. closer to to abolishing the Electoral College than we would be if it had worked out. I feel like there was something I was thinking of earlier today that was a silver lining that I can't think of now. <laughs> um, I will say we, as predicted, uh, comedy is already getting better. Mm. So comedy's That's great. That's true. Comedy's oh, a great outlet. Oh, uh, so I feel like there would not be as much of a movement against fake news if Hillary won. Right. Maybe we'll fix that. Maybe yeah. we will. Facebook's doing some good things. That might get better yeah it gets better <laughs> the Aus- austria or whatever country some country like didn't elect the their donald trump that's the first oh, time that's yeah. happened in a while that's cool <laughs> that's the first time the far right has not won something in the world in a, a, a long time yeah it's the tides are returning the tides are slowly churning turning uh that's all i got that's all i got so, yeah, surviving barely President surviving Trump. President Trump. <laughs> barely surviving President Trump. As, as the weeks go on, our <laughs> podcast name will get barely, not even closely, ridiculously far away from surviving. Hanging by a thread. Hanging by a thread. <laughs> SurvivingPresidentTrump.com. We're called that on Facebook. <laughs> surviving Trump 1 on Twitter. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. And if you believe hard enough, we're also in your hearts. We are in your hearts. The pessimistic gaze knock, knock, knock. of your soul. Hashtag fuck America. Okay, good night. Good night.